What's wrong with you people? Welcome to Not Another Baptist Podcast, and we are pumped for a variety of reasons, but whether you plan to serve in full-time ministry or build a career in the international marketplace, Texas Baptist College's Bachelor of Arts in Intercultural Studies will prepare you for effective service to Christ. This degree equips students with business and communication skills, as well as biblical and theological studies, preparing young believers for a lifetime of Christian ministry wherever God calls them. Let TBC help you find your calling. Learn more at texasbaptist.com forward slash B-A-I-C-S. And Kyle, Kyle, there's a certain song that's coming to mind indeed right this moment and i'm wondering if you me same page right now and so same, on the same page three, you sing your song and i will start as well and let's just see if we are thinking the same way setting us up for a great episode here we're of course grateful for our partner southwestern seminary so one two three Take me out to the ball game. Okay. Yes. Everybody's going to tune off. But yes, we <laughs> are excited because as we record this, it is Wednesday, April 6th at 8.30 a.m. Central Time. And if my calendar is correct, tomorrow, tomorrow, Kyle, after much weeping and gnashing of teeth <laughs> through a lockout and, and all sorts of things... I see on my calendar a little notice that gets me a little fired up, and that is that the Astros are at the Angels at 8.38 p.m. Central Time tomorrow. Baseball is what? It's back, baby. Back. It is spring back. training has been wonderful. You know, we got an abbreviated spring training due to the lockout, but the uh... – the millionaires and the billionaires finally figured out all of their issues so that, you know, the regular, um, you know, working class peeps like us can enjoy their, uh, their entertainment. And, and so uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, but it goes live on Friday. So Matt, I want your prediction. What is the score of the uh, Astros angels opening game? Uh, the score for the Astros angels opening game. Uh, are we using trash cans? <laughs> no, no okay. trash cans allowed. Cans no allowed. buzzers. No buzzers. No, no, no okay. earpieces. Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, with those things in mind, I'm going to say, uh, I don't know if we're against Shohei, who's one of my favorite players. I love that dude. I don't know who they're pitching. I know who we are pitching. He's not my favorite, but he's okay. I feel like we get, mm, I'm going to say, Six to five Astros start the season with a win. Six to five. Six to five. I'm I'm locking in my vote. Six to five. All right. There it is. Astros Six to five. Okay. All right. Cool. So the Rangers you- open Friday night in Toronto. Okay. Um, newly acquired John Gray starts for the Rangers. Okay. Um, and so I'll say um, 
I'll, I'll go four to two Rangers to start the season with the win as well. What I'm really excited about. So when the Rangers uh, have their home opener, uh, there is a Metroplex kid uh, and, a, and an Oklahoma Baptist grad uh, by the name of Taylor Hearn, who is starting the home opener next week. So that's pretty exciting. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, hometown kids and, you know, Texas kids playing for the Rangers. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it's not, and nobody really cares. But, uh, Kyle, today we are not talking about baseball, though I'm sure we could have our own baseball banter podcast, and uh, nobody would probably care uh, about it for myriad reasons. Uh, Today we're going to kind of transition a little bit into uh, pastor transitions, basically. And, uh, you know, that, that day that you get the text, hey, pastor, we need to meet, and you find out that you are being given your walking papers. By the way, if you're a church member, that is the absolute worst, especially if you're a deacon or or on a personnel committee, that's the worst text message that you can send to a pastor. Hey, um, do you have some time to meet? And that's it. Like, or, or, or pastor, we need to talk like in period, right? Like always give more information to that because every pastor I know, as soon as they see that, it immediately goes to, what did I do? Like, what has happened? <laughs> Why are they firing me? <laughs> so, so if you can say, Hey, uh, pastor, we need to talk about this, right? Do you have some time to meet, uh, to discuss this topic? That, that little bit of extra information is wonderful and will set your pastor's mind at ease. That's just free advice. If you're listening to this, yep. you're just a church member, a deacon, whatever it is, and you want to meet with your pastor and just encourage him and spend time with him, tell him. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Love you. Wanted to know if I could take you out for lunch, get a burger and just hang out, hear how you're doing, how we can help you. Like, let him know why you're meeting and not, you know, don't hide that agenda or whatever it is that you need. And so, so yeah, so that's one that's free advice. We're going to talk about today uh, that time that that message is not good, uh, where somebody does want to talk to you because they want to send you packing. Uh, either they are part of maybe a concerned group of members because you preach too long or you didn't wear a tie on Easter, whatever it is, that they're just upset and they're ready for you to pack your stuff, get on a U-Haul and get out of town. And uh, so we want to offer hopefully some some resources, some ideas of uh, maybe what to do if you are, and, and we could use the term maybe uh, wrongly, uh, terminated, either just a difference of opinions or whatever, just some people are upset, whatever. You haven't done anything in the sense of disqualifying sin, that sort of thing. There's That's another topic for another day. We want to offer hopefully a little bit of help and some hope for, for those that are maybe wrongly, in a sense, terminated. And uh, that happens uh, for really no reason, uh, no biblical reason, at least. And so, Kyle, first off, let's talk about right around the corner. Uh, There is probably some help right around the corner. Uh, Some of our churches, some of our listeners might be in a church that is a little far from the nearby churches, uh, but yet still we are up the road or around the corner from some other pastors. And there is probably somebody near you that has been in the exact same situation. And so first step is your individual relationships that you have with other pastors and other friends and those that you know and trust. And you can share, you can vent, you can do all of those things with. Uh, so, so let's talk about the value of friendships. Yeah. 
So, uh, you know, we've talked about this before, but every pastor needs someone um, wh- whom they can vent to, right? That That's not in their congregation. Uh, and typically, I think we would say that a, a fellow pastor is a good um, a good outlet for that because they'll understand something about the situation that you're in. And so um, that would be obviously, yeah, the first, you know, the first place to say, Hey, um, you know, this is what's happening or this is what's happened. Um, and, and just lay out all your, um, all your feelings and, and knowing that that's going to be kept confidential, right? Knowing that what you say there isn't going to be screenshotted and sent to the chairman of deacons. Um, but, but where you can, um, and in some sense, unload all of your feelings, because as we know, if you, if you keep all that bottled up, it's going to come out in probably unhelpful ways. Right. And so, uh, being able to, um, to express that, uh, with some friends in a, in a safe environment is a really, really important thing. So that's first. And then as we've talked about before, um, the association is the, is the first level of cooperation. And so, you know, there's probably a pastor in your association, excuse me, or even your, uh, your DOM AMS who has been in that situation before as well. And, um, and and can give you some wisdom for how to navigate it, how to lead your family through that. Because as you know, anytime a a position is terminated, um, there is a disruption, right? That means that you're, you're probably moving. Um, You're obviously looking for a new, position, whether that's in ministry or, or um, even in a, you know, in a secular position in the meantime to make ends meet. Um, it's, it's a major disruption for not only you, but for the family and, and for the church and, and potentially the entire community as well. So, um, you know, you need some wisdom to walk through that from someone that's experienced something similar. And, uh, and you may get some measure of a, a severance. And, uh, and we all know that whether that's two months, four months, six months, whatever, uh, you know, there, there might be a season, of course, when that income no longer comes in. And uh, most kind of search processes, especially if this was kind of a blindsided situation, uh, you're still looking at three, probably to six months uh, to land something else in ministry. And so also around the block and so forth is be looking for maybe those that uh, even businesses, whatever it might be, where you can work, you know, hopping up to the school, getting qualified to be a substitute teacher. That's a great way to make some extra income on your day off anyway. Uh, but, but you can also reach out to the local schools if there's something for substitute teaching available, you know, maybe the local car dealership or, you know, the local grocery store, stock and shelves, that kind of deal. There's, there's a few things that may be in your own backyard that you can still bring in some some income and so forth along the way as you're waiting to kind of get back onto that on-ramp into another church. And so, yes, reach out to the pastor up the road, you know, maybe the closest guy that you know, or, or the pastor friends in your network where you can share. Also reach out, as Kyle said, to the AMS, the DOM. They're going to, one, know maybe some of the open churches, even in that association, where you may not even have to move or certainly not move far. Uh, and, uh, but also would know the other pastors that may have just walked a season like that or had walked a season like that and maybe walked that season with kids, right? There's certain things that you also have to remember. You've got to shepherd your wife and your kids if you have those, uh, at home and, uh, in the hurt that they're going to experience. Kyle? Yeah, you mentioned severance. And so, uh, again, let's speak to the, the non-pastors, the church members, um, deacons who may be listening to this, um, 
be generous with severance packages. And and I would say really regardless of the situation, right? Uh, Because uh, even, we're not talking specifically about moral failures, but even in the moral failure of a pastor, there's still a family there that that needs to be cared for. And so, um, you know, don't, don't be stingy with a, with a severance package, make sure that you're in, in the event that you're terminating a pastor for whatever reason, that there is um, a, a severance package that is generously commensurate with their um, service in that church, right? Um, because ultimately, um, you, you are, even if, even if a situation is ugly and it, it didn't work out quite the way that you wanted to, obviously, you still have a responsibility to minister to that pastor and his family uh, through a season of, of what is going to be a, diffi- a season of difficulty to them. A rule of thumb there, this is <clears throat> more like a guideline, that kind of deal, is usually one month for every year that they have served. Yeah. Uh, many churches are going to have that in their bylaws. Some some simply don't. And uh, But as a rule of thumb, you know, one month for every year that they have served, uh, obviously more when you're able. But remember also as a church that there's probably going to be a bit of a financial downturn, perhaps in the absence of a pastor and as you move through that transition uh, season. But there's also the offloading of that salary too. And so there's going to be a season where you can still kind of catch up if you are helping this guy uh, head out. And uh, and so, yes, that, that's a good reminder too. Generally speaking, guideline-wise, one month for every year that they have served. And uh, and so that's the local level, right? Reach out to the, your fellow pastors, your DOM, that kind of deal for, for some connections, be able to vent, all of that sort of thing. Uh, and, and also many state conventions have resources as well, sometimes even grants uh, for pastors that have been terminated and so forth. Obviously, there are some like 41 state conventions or something like that. So each one's going to be different. We don't have the time to sit through and find out every uh, convention's deal. Uh, I know in Texas, there is that for either convention that's here. But reach out to uh, maybe your area rep for the state convention, or certainly just go up the chain through the convention itself and find out if there's some help there. That's also going to be your first line to find out some of the job openings that they have too. And so have a relationship there, be involved there, uh, and where those that can pour into your life uh, and also resources uh, in that season too. And uh, and so, of course, uh, there's the sbc.net job postings. Uh, Many conventions have their job postings and so forth. There's other ministry finder uh, that's out there and, and, and all of those sorts of things. But remember, one of the best things that you can probably do is have your resume in, in a cover letter, whatever, uh, to a pastor, a leader, a AMS, whatever, somebody that knows you can speak to your skills, weaknesses, all of that kind of stuff, uh, and also be that first guy to, to send those things out. Um, they, they usually are going to maybe re- be received a little bit different instead of you on Sunday afternoon after you've been fired or something, firing off 100 uh, resumes that afternoon, and you get 99 rejections right away. And that, you know, disheartens you and and makes it even worse in your already kind of fragile state. And then you get that one that replies and it's like, Hey, we'll, we'll bring you on for $10,000 and we expect you to work 70 hours a week. You know, it's like, you're going to end up running into something and in another situation that's just as bad. Well, yeah. And, and in the event that you were, you know, um, unfairly terminated, you know, um, having a friend who can send a resume and, and kind of explain that situation to a church makes a difference as well. Right. Um, because if they see that, you know, your last church ended 
three months ago and you don't have a current position, questions will come up about that, right? And so, you know, if you have a friend, uh, a friend or someone you know that's uh, sending in your resume, they can say, "Listen, this is what happened, right? Either uh, you know, leadership was wasn't on board with changes or whatever happened. They they can they can explain that a bit to future churches." And they're not going to be speaking from a place of hurt. And, right. uh, you know, if, if they ask you that, oh, these, you know, these oh, yeah, they, they, uh, stiff necked individual. Yeah, they went, no, 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 no. Like, well, that's exactly what we're going to get here. So we don't want that. <laughs> you know, but this is going to be somebody that that's giving you time to heal, be resourced, be helped and, and so forth. And, and let this guy kind of handle that conversation, too. Uh, and, and I think it's. Uh, helpful to remember, you know, don't lie to your doctor, don't lie to your lawyer, don't lie to that pastor that's going to be helping you in that situation. Yes. If you don't tell them the full truth and, and they end up saying X, Y, and Z, and then they found out that, oh, you were fired because of this, uh, that's going to be a problem for that guy and for you. And so, yep. Uh, so that that, that, local... that friend will no longer be a friend is what will happen. <laughs> <For sure. there. laughs> and, uh, and so that's helpful on the local level, the state level, that kind of deal, and, and even the national level with the job board. Uh, but we also have been made aware uh, in, in my role as an AMS, and I've shared this with Kyle. There's a few other uh, networks and ministries that are out there to, to care for pastors in this type of a situation. One of those is the Pastors Hope network and that is pastorshopenetwork.org and right from the outset you're going to see right on the front this is help and hope for pastors who have been fired or forced to resign that's kind of the situation that we're talking about and one of the things that they say is that phn is like paramedics for hurting pastors uh, paramedics don't show up at the scene of a wreck and ask who caused this what happened you know they ask who is hurt how are they hurt how can we help them right how can we get them on the road to recovery. And, and so they have a similar approach to pastors in this situation. They're, they're not asking for all the questions and all the blame, all of that. They're, they're looking for someone that they can help and care for and, uh, and so forth. There's a way to request help. This is also something if you're a pastor that is helping pastors or a church leader, uh, you also want to have this available uh, kind of in your back pocket uh, for those that maybe reach out to you, they've been fired. Uh, there's some books that they share. Uh, there's all sorts of things. They're going to help with resume. They're going to help with finding a job, some financial guidance, uh, counsel. Uh, and uh, as you kind of process the grief, the pain, the discouragement, the church hurt, all of that sort of thing, pastoral care. We know that shepherds need shepherds too. And uh, and so they have compassion. And, and so there's a number of ways. And uh, one pastor that was helped, it said uh, that this uh, this network breathed life and restoration back into me personally and helped my family heal and find joy in ministry once again. And so they share about the uh, the costs, uh, fault, um, all of that kind of things, all of those kinds of things. And so we want to just put that out there, uh, pastorshopenetwork.org. And, uh, and so Kyle, any kind of final Final thoughts here? Yeah. So if, if you are in a really difficult season and you don't have someone to talk to, uh, the North American Mission Board has provided a pastoral care line. And uh, and that number is 1-844-PASTOR-1. 1-844-PASTOR-1. Um, it's a free, confidential, dedicated helpline for pastors uh, where trained professional counselors are available every day from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern time. Um, so if you just need somebody to talk to, you know, maybe maybe you don't have that person to vent to and you, you just need to, to talk, uh, that could be a wonderful resource for you. 
as well that's out there. So th- the main thing is that if you are, if you have been, um, you know, unfairly terminated uh, by a church or a ministry, uh, you don't have to walk that road alone. There, there are resources to help. There are people to help walk you through that and, um, and can help, you know, in, in the event that you've been unfairly terminated, help restore, um, restore ministry in, into your life. Yeah, my, my final word is it's going to be okay. Yep. Uh, you, you are not the first. You will sadly not be the last. And, uh, and, and maybe even through this circumstance that you're facing, if you're listening to this and you've recently been uh, terminated in this way, uh, that, that maybe God is going to use this season for you to be able to encourage a pastor that faces this exact same season, you know, six months from now, a year from now, or even a decade from now. And um, so let's lean on one another, encourage one another, know that you're, uh, you're going to be okay, right? You're not alone. And, uh, and we would love to help you and connect you in any way that we can. And so you can reach out to us on social media and we'll put a few links that we find uh, in the show notes as well to help. So Kyle, uh, let's play ball and uh, send yes. us out. Right. Well, until next time, may your coffee be as black as night and as bold as the gospel you declare and go Rangers. What's wrong with you people?